ball gets in. Another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The burst of Booker for the long range. Welcome everybody to the Aussie Suns Fans Podcast. I am your host, Gavin, and we have a full deck on board tonight. Um, late arrivals just through the door there, but we are here with everyone's favourite mudguts, Boyd. How are you going, buddy? Good, buddy. I'm a little bit crook, actually. My boy's a bit crook here too, so we're going to... He's going to touch my nipples. crook together. I love yes, it. he's going to... Tweak my nipples as he does, as his comfort thing, and he's gonna feel better, and he's gonna fuck off, and then, um, and then, and then I'll be much more useful to you, I guess. And then, and then you'll tweak, then you'll tweak your own nipples and be and feel better. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. So something for the fans at home. Hey mate, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, doing pretty good, man. Really good to be talking sons with you guys. So wasn't expecting Jay. This is even better. So hell yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, I gave nobody a heads up there, but uh, our special guest, who's quasi regular now, and because he never does his own pod, is basically almost a full time member. Uh, Justin, welcome back. What's up, boys? Gavin, thank you. Hema, what's up, my my guy, Boyd. I love you, man. I, I just do. I just I just need to say that. Um, but no, one reason I wanted to come on was because of exactly that, Gavin. We haven't done one like literally since before DeAndre Ayton got traded. I'm not even joking. And a lot of circumstances. Maybe we'll do one soon. But I just wanted to talk Suns basketball with somebody. And you guys are are, are people, so it worked out perfectly. We have oi, oi. We are. Justin. Justin, why aren't you guys doing them? Uh, honestly, it's it's just been a it's been a, a circumstance, just a number of circumstances. I was super busy with work. Paul's been in the middle of moving. A lot of stuff going on in our you know non Twitter lives that uh, we're getting through, and we'll hopefully have more time here in the not too distant future. So we're still around. I mean, I think I tweeted from the podcast handle a couple of weeks ago so it's still active so it exists so that's a positive but that's all and that's uh this isn't that's about me this isn't about me and, this isn't as, about fans and this is about you guys so as we don't need to as talk about says, that. well let's just go oh as, look at this as, guy as, of course he is, shows up as says, we are we are waiting for the next episode to drop breaking deandre ayton traded um, <laughs> it's, Dude, it's coming I, up I, soon i, I I saw Voida at the Spurs when we played the Spurs the second of those two games of that back to back, and we like exchanged and like that exact same kind of joke, if you will. Whoa! Oh, you got thumb- a you got a thumbs up, buttable. You you always seem to have some amazing little gadgets to pull up when you when you're on with us. What just happened? Are you fucking with me? No, yes. a little thumbs up button just came up. It was great. I saw that, but I must just have been you. Why it was there? Anyway, yeah, maybe either. But that was that was clever, and we enjoyed it. Um, 
I feel of like course. you just found a really good way to stop me from talking. It's like, oh, look, distract him with something. No, I'm like, seriously, it could be like a secret for people out there if they're ever so inclined. I'm done. That dog has a fluffy tail. It wasn't, it wasn't us, but don't make me do a, a, uh, a header like how I shut Boyd up. That's, that's the, that's the only thing you need to avoid. Um, of course, if I must say so. <laughs> big, big week in Aussie Suns fandom. We are now officially in the countdown. This week, the Aussie Suns fans will host our first watch party in Melbourne for the Nuggets game, Saturday, 12 p.m. our time. Uh, we have giveaways. We have a jersey giveaway. We have a lot of other little bits and pieces giveaways. Thank you to the Phoenix Suns for sending out some merchandise that we can give away to our fans down here. And thank you to the Phoenix Suns for giving us a signed Devon Booker basketball that we were able to give away as well. We are running the competition. If uh, everybody, well, we've thrown it out on a lot of the Facebook pages, but I've thrown it out on Twitter. Hopefully you guys have thrown it out to your friends. Um, make sure you get on, like it, share it, do all that sort of stuff. If you are watching this, get it out there. There is a disclaimer. If you are based in America, you can't win it uh, because you have to show up to a watch party to win it. Uh, but we're happy for you to enter because the more entries, the better it looks for us when we send all that information back to the Suns. Um, but really excited. Nate's coming down for it. Hamo's coming down for it. Boyd's coming down for it. Um, we've got uh, – we're hoping that staff will be over from Adelaide as well. Jono won um, a fortune at the casino last night, so he should be able to come over now. But um, I spoke to I spoke to a multiple uh, multiple people this week, and uh, they might not be, have clicked that they are attending on the uh, on the Facebook invite, but they're all coming. So I think we're going to get some really really sensational numbers that are attending this Saturday. Boy, are you excited? I'm fucking pumped, man. Like, there's a couple of things a year that I get that I get really fucking, I work myself up for. And this, this is the fucking, this is it. This is my Christmas, my birthday. This is eclipsing everything. It's um, not my kids' birthdays, but uh, yeah, man, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to it. Like, like I've said before, seeing some, seeing some um, um, personalities that I've chatted to online and um, knock back some, some beers with them and, and, <laughs> Fucking, yeah. yeah, I'm going to tear some strips off a couple of these cunts down in Melbourne. Well, just so as you know, Justin, there's some uh, Melbourne, Melbourne are real strange cats. They're real fucking um, Queensland, they're all laid back type. New South Wales, they're uptight. Melbourne, you got to mix, you got a mix of everything down there. It's just, it's very um, eclectic. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see what sort of weird Melbourneites I'm going to bump into down there. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I feel, I, I feel like oh. I, I love how. Can I just say, Boyd sounds somehow equal parts curious and threatening. It was, that was impressive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's all. We, Sorry, we're going to get a video of a run it straight challenge done at some some stage of the night, um, which is we'll post up. <laughs> it'll be um, oh, that's the only it'll be live on our YouTube. It'll be live, It'll be live on live. YouTube. Anything yeah. to watch you get knocked on your ass is going to go live straight <laughs> onto our YouTube. Um, uh, Hamo, yeah. you looking forward to it? Oh, hell yeah, man. I mean, I haven't ever been to the state of Victoria before, 
Um, this will knock off the whole east coast of Australia for me, including Tasmania, if you want to go that far. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this, man. I'm really looking forward to catching up with a few of you guys and, you know, some guys that we've been speaking online with for years. So this is, man, this is going to be awesome. I cannot wait. You guys got to get involved. You're not okay. you're not missing out on much. Never been to uh, Melbourne, mate. It's an absolute shithole of a place. Uh, this is coming from someone who was born in Sydney and lives in the slums of Brisbane. I grew up in Dapto, man. <laughs> Look up Dapto. There's not much going on there. I, I feel like all three of those cities, except for the one Hamo mentioned, I don't know what, what he said, what he's talking about. But the Dapto. other three that you guys oh, mentioned, yeah. I feel like all have... I mean, I I assume they're all very nice places. Yeah. Oh, look again. It must be this thumb right here. Um, there you go. I, I I assume they're all very nice places, and apparently none of them are, based on what I'm hearing. It's the rivalry team. But Dapto's, uh, yeah, it wasn't great to grow up in. <laughs> there you go. That's all. Very nice. Carry on. So, gentlemen. Gentlemen, so for all of you out there, make sure you make every effort to attend the watch party if you are in Melbourne. If you are anywhere else and you want to fly over for it, you're more than welcome. I know that um, Boyd invited Boyd over for, um, under my dollar, so um, that's not happening. So unfortunately, Boyd is not going to make it. Um, but yeah, yeah look, get, get over, uh, get to the watch party this weekend. We'll probably all be there from 11.30 a.m. Um, and having a bit of a laugh as soon as the place opens. We've got the beer garden upstairs. When you do get there, just go in, say, I'm here for the Suns Watch Party, and they'll direct you to where we are. So come along. It should be fun. And if you haven't entered the draw for the Devon Booker Ball yet and you live in Australia and I go back and find any of your posts whinging about the fact that you can't get anything Phoenix Suns in Australia and you don't enter for the ball, you are copying a spray right on the page and on the pod. This week, lads, we continued to go streaking. The Phoenix Suns went 4-0 this week since we potted last. A win against Utah, 140-137. to 137. A win against Portland, 120-107. A win against Golden State, 123-115. to 115. And a win against Memphis, 110-89. to 89. How did you see the week? Justin, you're the guest on here. How did you see the week? It was it was weird. It was like a weird week. I mean, even though we go through we go through four and oh, the Utah game ended in a really odd manner with the replay review after uh, on, the, on the last shot, right? The block by KD. That was that game, right? I remember correctly. Yes. Correct. Yes. yes, correct. That was a weird game. And then the 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 Portland game, was there anything really particularly weird about that one besides it being DA? No. But then you get to the Warriors game, the Chris Paul game, the the the, the Scott Foster game. The Scott um, Foster game. And I, I guess I, I don't know if you're planning on talking about that because I have some thoughts on all of that. But I won't I won't delve in too deep right now. I don't wanna I don't want to spoil the fun if if that was a planned subject. I don't know. You didn't give me a rundown. Usually I'm expecting you told I, me, I'm, you I'm told me to, not I'm to. Used to a very high level of professionalism from you, Gavin. 
What is last this? time? Last time I gave you a rundown, you said, "Why are you giving me a rundown? Just talk and we'll talk." Well, it's true, but I mean, it's like one of those things. I'm not going to look at it, but at least like it makes me feel comfortable knowing I can if I wanted to. <laughs> right now, I've got Yeah, but okay, Thank so you. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. That was a weird game, right? Uh, and and even the end of that game was weird because both both coaches seemed to pull their starters out almost like they were going to leave them out the rest of the game, which the Warriors ended up doing. But there was still it, – it was, I wanted to say, like an 18-point game or something with like six minutes left. And it's like, okay, it seems a little premature. And then I thought the Suns waited a little long to bring theirs back in. And, and again, just a, a weird game. Uh, and then yesterday wasn't really all that weird of a game either. But still a weird week as a whole. That's what I thought. Hey, mate. Sorry, mate. Just responding to the uh, people in our okay, boys. Thank you. Thank you very much for getting involved. All right. Just get on with it, Hamo. Hey, otherwise, we're going to be here for five hours. How'd you see no, the week? Sweet. I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely awesome. Um, a few things we need to iron out. But other than that, it's a great week, mate. Boy was right. You are right. We're both on strokes. Perfect. Boyd, how'd you see the week? <clears throat> um, I'd like to start with the DA game against Portland. Um, <laughs> I was—I uh, really didn't want to see—I want to see DA do well in his career. I, I didn't want to—I uh, didn't want to see him come out and flog us. And he—he he started really hot, and then. Um, and then he did what we fucking always, you know, what we're accustomed to. He fucking drifted in and out of the game. He he wasn't he wasn't um, um, he wasn't uh, locked in. He wasn't focused. And it made me feel really good. It made me it made me um, um, more. Uh, is it convicted about the trade? No, there's a word that I'm looking for. Not 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 convicted. Um, uh, you right. you might. You, I'm sure. You I'm sure you face conviction a lot of times, to be honest. But, 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 but. No, I know um, what you're saying, Boyd. Yeah, yeah. I feel it reaffirms more... your convictions about the trade. That conviction. There we go. That's, yes, yes, that's it. That's it. See, yes. Um, Boyd's just so, yeah, convicted about. I the love trade. that. I like that though too. <laughs> I loved. I love that game. I love that game because of that. Um, obviously, um, we've we've had a few. Um, under strength and um, some you know teams that we've faced, but um, I feel I feel that's 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 been a perfect setting for us, given that we're 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 reintroduced the MP, MVP of the league, and he's now getting a chance to play with his um, brand new squad and um, ironing out wrinkles and just you know getting a getting a better feel for for his teammates. So I think it's been um, it's been ideal in that sense. The Golden State Warriors game. Um, I will say that um, I'm so fucking happy that Scott Foster is not officiating Chris Paul in a Suns jersey anymore. Um, <laughs> that was I. Uh, they're just fucking. That's just comical. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it's still happening and just not happening to us. Um, <laughs> so anything that fucks the Warriors over is uh, really cool by me. Um, but yeah, look, uh, their benchies um, coming back and um, giving us a bit of a. Tap on the bum was a little bit concerning. Um, um, yeah, we can fucking figure that out sooner rather than later, if you ask me. Um, and then yesterday's game. Yesterday's game. Is it 
two days ago for you. Uh, no, it's yesterday for both of us. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm just trying to think. We won by 20. No, 21. no, no. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about the American. <laughs> I'm talking about the American time difference, the extra day that one of us are ahead. It's still the same. It's still the same, though. Hey, anyway. <laughs> um, book, book getting cheeky and banking a fucking um, um, three-point shot to to do what ended up being um, um, critical in us staying alive in this, uh, uh, the tourney uh, was fucking brilliant. I thought that he was really – he looked really excited I was excited because a regular season game, um, we just didn't see garbage minute players and we got to see um, guys just fucking, <laughs> um, um, you know, you know, playing right to, to the end. This is how records are broken. This is how, you know, um, it's what I like to see every single game that I watch. But, um, yeah, look, um, great. Streaking, 4-0. Sorry, Ash, I'll wrap it up. I'm, I'm a little bit sidetracked with a fucking kid here, mate. Fuck. Oh, come on, mate. Listen, you know, you know what time. The mind games have already time. started. We're um, we're it's six, a psychological game at this we're, point. We're we're on a six. We're on a six-game win streak. Um, I agree with you, Justin. This week was weird as hell. Um, <laughs> actually, most of the season's been weird as hell. Our last quarters are a real issue. Um, we did it again against the Warriors. I, I think both games against the Warriors, we've been up high double digits sort of 16, 18 points at times and just winning those games. Um, it is, it was, again, and, and you spoke about the starters coming out with nine minutes to go. And I saw a lot of shit on both Twitter and on our Facebook uh, our Facebook group chat absolutely hammering Vogel for, for what happened in that situation. Our bench was playing the Warriors bench. They should have been able to handle that shit. We were on the second night of a back-to-back, and those guys should have been able to close that game out without us having to throw Book and KD back in there. What, hey, one thing I'll say, you mentioned the fourth quarter, and, yeah, we, we see the, the fourth quarter struggles rearing its head again or rearing their heads again. But three weeks ago, a month ago, those leads go away and end up in losses. These leads yeah, are dwindling, but they're ending in wins. And, and to your point about the team figuring it out, it's you know it's not going to be a light switch where those fourth quarter issues existed earlier and then suddenly they just go away. We're going to see this gradual improvement, and I think that's yeah. that's a prime example of it happening. We see it a couple times this week. Now, hopefully, in three weeks, we're talking about how you know it's been weeks since the Suns you know blew a fourth quarter lead or something to that effect right but time will tell but i i'll tell you i like i like what i'm seeing and can i can i say speak on scott foster really quickly then or yes you can yes absolutely roll it out i'm so a he should he should not be officiating that game there's no way like the nba couldn't have possibly looked at that and been like this is a good idea that that was that that's on them to start with but in his defense, Scott Foster's defense, I thought he showed a lot of restraint with Chris Paul. He did. He like, really did. Chris, Chris Paul was Chris going was not stopping for a while before he even gave him the first tee. And, and at that point, I was like, well, he's just going to wait. He's going to hit him twice 
and then that's it. But he even waited till he hit him again. I thought I thought that Steve Kerr was oh, even worse than than Chris Paul. I I thought maybe Kerr was going to get a second also, but should have like should have got a second. Yeah. Look, look, Scott Foster actually showed a fair amount of. I'll go even beyond a fair amount, like more restraint than I'd I've seen any referee show, and maybe it was even could have been a situation where he's like, well, I can't just toss him right now because people are going to say something about it. Or it could have been a situation where he's like, you ever, you know, like you deal with your kids and they won't listen. And finally, you're just like, fine, do what you want. You're going to look kind of stupid. Might have been one of those where he's like, you go ahead and you just keep yelling like an idiot. And then I'm going to tee you up anyway. But that's all. No, it was nice not, not being the victim think, of it, though. I think I think you're right. I like we've we've seen and, and this comment here from Midge. We, we've seen some really ridiculous... I mean, let's be honest, in that game, KD got teched for, like, not even piffing the ball against the stanchion. Just real. I mean, it was a frustration thing, but it wasn't over the top. It wasn't and it was real crunch time. You don't, and, you and you don't got, do that. You don't call that. Like He got teed up for that. And Steve, Steve Kerr's running around basically on the court trying to get into Scott Foster's face and doesn't get a second tee. Anyway... Um, but ultimately, the the last week and the last six games, um, with this six-game winning streak, there was a lot of concern within uh, Suns fandom about where the Suns sat and how we were. The significant difference with the last quarter, even though we're still having fade-outs, the difference is we're getting these wins because Devin Armani Booker's back. Um, and that guy makes sure that we're not scoring 11 points with Kevin Durant scoring nine of them. It's... Um, yeah, it's just a little bit different, even though the opposition sides are going on a run. It's good to see. But these six games have the Suns now one and a half games off the top of the West. And if the Mavs lose tonight, and I think somebody wrote it here, if the Mavs lose, lose tonight, we move into third place in the West. So um, it's, it's amazing how much things can change in a six-game winning streak. And... We are starting to finally work it out. Would we all love Bradley Beal to be a part of working it out? Hell yeah, we would. But we've still got 60 games to go that he can make a difference. Um, the guy's probably going to miss another couple of weeks. Once he's done that, hopefully he gets a bit of a run of games. And we see these guys all out on the floor together. Um, gents, who was your player of the week? Let's start with you, Hammer. Look, I'm just going to give it to um, Book. I don't know what it is about the sleeveless headband Book, but he's just next level. He's found that gritty determination, man. He came up the other day, he's got scratches all over his arms. He's got marks on his neck. Just balling out, man. And how good is it this guy's always been ours? You know what I mean? He's always been a Phoenix son, man. Booker, 100%. Boy. I'm going with Devin Amani Booker as well, simply because he is uh, he's ascended. He's ascended since coming back this year. Um, he's We've seen it on the... Uh, Transcended. Side. We've seen it on the playmaking side. We've seen it um, just last game where there was a little bit less in the assist column. 
And it's a whole lot more in the points column. He can he can t- change his game up to what we need as a team on a dime. He can just fucking just pivot and he can fucking do this. What you you need this from from me, Phoenix Suns? All right, I can do it. It's just fucking it's really it's really nice to see this guy that we've fucking we've um we've we've loved for all these years just come in come into his own and get get the players that he deserves playing around him. And you know everything from the front office to the fucking to the to to the guys on the court with him. It's just really, it's really cool, man. Um, it's really fun to watch. Just fucking just stay on the court, man, please. <laughs> Justin, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change this vibe. It's got to be book. I mean, dude, he he really is playing at an entirely different level this year. The playmaking is phenomenal. I mean, he's he has no offhand how many assists he's averaging a game right now. Just over nine. Uh, it's, yeah. 8.6, but close. But Yeah, I, still, I think after still, last game, he dropped under nine last after game the last game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so I mean, uh, that that aspect of his game, I mean, we all we all knew he had playmaking ability, right? But to see it jump like it has while his scoring is also increasing. And I mean, rebounding as well, five and a half rebounds. I ran this earlier. I wanted to see the style. And obviously he worked I'm through a, what, it's like actually it's actually my my point. It's my point as we roll on. But it's uh, yeah, that's absolutely spot on. Oh, is it? We'll see. We'll see if it is. Maybe it won't. Uh, let's see. So uh, mine was Devin Booker too, because Devin Booker is averaging, and and it is only ten games, but he's averaging career highs in points, assists, and rebounds, and in true shooting percentage. And the Suns are seven and one in games that Devin Booker's played. Now I know that we've had a big Kevin Durant narrative because he did carry the team while Booker was out, but there's only one true MVP in this team, and he wears number one. Yes, is agreed. That, is that hundred <laughs> percent? That that His name is not Drogic. Hold on. Okay, Sorry. wait. Well, hold on. Well, then, then I'll, I'll build on that. I'll build because what I was going to say was this. So this stat line that he has right now, he's averaging twenty nine point six, eight point six assists, and I think five and a half rebounds. And again, like you said, Gab, ten games. He's played what eight. So small sample size would be difficult to maintain throughout the season, but the way he's playing right now, I'm not going to say he can't do anything as long as he stays on the court. Number of players that have maintained that kind of stat line uh, over a full season, three players. It's LeBron did it once, Russell Westbrook did it once, and then Oscar Robertson did it six times because he was badass and never gets talked about. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I mean that 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 right there, you just say those names, that type of production, well, that type of stat production is that's heritage. Were, were they all MVP? Were they were they all MVPs? You know what? I should have looked up at least two of. I don't know that Robertson was because I don't think he won the MVP six times. But I oh, even just once. Yeah. Oh, I thought you mean I thought you meant either like, way. That's a season. Elite people to be, um, well, the, you know, uh, spoken with about the season. Certainly, the season Westbrook did it, he won the MVP. He averaged a triple double and triple won the double. MVP. Um, LeBron, who knows, 
there's years that he probably should have won it and there's years that he won it when he shouldn't have. But uh um, to that. Hey, oh, look, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll stay. Let's let's Can't argue. look ultimately as as Suns fans, we're going to sit back and enjoy watching this guy when he is out on the floor because I said it last week, I'll say it again. For me right now, and and we can have this discussion on a on another co- conversation later in the year, but I think already Devin Booker is the greatest Phoenix Sun to ever pull on a Suns jersey. Um, I, I think he's done enough now to lock in that legacy for himself. Agreed. Um, now, the, the, the debate's always going to be the fact that Nash won MVPs, but... I'm, I, I still think what Booker's doing for this team is phenomenal. Agreed. Um, but I've got a question about the watch party, Gavin. Oh. Uh, okay, well, I spoke about the watch party before, like completely put a, a whole conversation about the watch party and now you've got a question. Mate, you were fucking dragging this one on pretty fucking long. I thought I'd change it up anyway. Next well, I, there's nobody in the question, there's boy. nobody in the chat. There's nobody in the chat saying wrap it up, Gavin. They're saying wrap it up, Boyd. So, what's your what's your question, Boyd? No, nah, it was just about pre-drinks, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk about that at the end when we're wrapping up the damn show. Jesus Christ! Uh, Write it down and remember for later on in the show. Don't nah. you piss me off? Um, <laughs> let's talk about the let's talk about the MVP. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Justin. Um, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about the MVP narrative. Um, the <laughs> there's obviously ESPN releases their um, their MVP ladder. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the fact that Kevin Durant hasn't been in it. Um, does Devin is Devin Booker worthy of pushing into that there in, into the discussion about that now? Just based off the ten games he's played, he should start. He should start now. Um, you know, us as you know, one-eyed fucking Suns fans, we're going to be, um, you know, uh, going for we we wanted him in there right from the start, given his fucking preseason games. You know what I mean? But um, re- realistically, we're starting to see the product on the court now, and it is MVP quality, and he will be in the conversation. It's just it's a matter of um, when and not if. So. Um, yeah, look, I'm I'm happy for it to play out the way that it has to play out. Um, you know, with with um, getting more games under his belt, I'm not I'm not upset about it. I saw it. It's way too early to be putting that shit up anyway. So I saw it and I just fucking kept on scrolling. Really. Anybody else? Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like the numbers that he's putting up. And the efficiency that he's doing with what, and I don't have this in front of me. I want to say he's shooting forty something percent, low forties from three as well. Um, but well, you said you said already he's he's it's a career high uh, effective shooting percentage that he's playing. He's 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 performing at right now, right? So I mean, there you go. It's hard to look at those numbers and not bring him into the conversation now. I think the issue that we'll have as the season persists even, uh, and, and one reason why I thought both of these guys were bad bets when it came to preseason like futures uh, on MVP on the MVP races, 
the fact that you still have Kevin Durant doing what he's doing too, man. I mean, it's it's been kind of criminally overlooked, if you will. Yeah, it's uh, a sham. It's a shambles that that guy is not in the conversation right now. Like, right, and an and absolute dude, shambles. Like, if LeBron was doing this shit, ESPN would be gagging all over it, like twenty four seven. Kevin Durant's doing like what he's doing at thirty five right now, and as easy as he's still making it look. Again, as, he, as long as he stays on the court, it's hard to see anybody stopping these guys. But point being, I think when you talk about the MVP conversation, you're always going to have those people, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, who are going to sit there and go, well, Kevin, Devin Booker has Kevin Durant he's playing with. So you got to you know, knock him a little bit for that, even though it makes no sense, and vice versa. I think that's just the way people are going to think. So you're not going to see those guys getting the type of respect I think they should be getting in any of those polls or when it comes down to final voting at the end of the season. I'd love to be proven wrong, but but I think we've seen we've seen we've seen that with we've seen that with uh, all star voting. We've seen that with everything else that comes with Devin Booker at the moment. There's always some other excuse as to why he shouldn't be in that conversation. And uh, look, we're we're probably going to see that with KD again. It's um, it, for some reason we just get overlooked for this type of stuff. So it's, it'll be interesting to see. I just want to quickly yeah. address Joel's comment in the um, chat there, where he says, "I think they go down once Beal returns." Now there is yeah. there's every what there's the every, hell? There's every chance that something like that does happen. Um, but I, I think we're going to see something that we have never seen before in NBA history, and it's going to be three top contributors. Because I, but I think there's going to be a lot of light shone on the uh, on the efficiency. Because I think that Bill, there's only so many points that can go around. I get that, um, but I think that Bill, when Bill comes in, and it gets that little bit easier. I mean, we saw 15 from 21 from Booker um, by himself. We see, we see him. We see Durant do that game in, game out with Booker or without Booker. When they get that extra guy in there, can you? It's only going to get more efficient. And then there's going to be there's going to be a national narrative about, holy fuck, how are these guys doing this at a fucking seventy percent true shooting or something, something that's never been seen before. So I I think it could be an outlier um, type of a season for a big three to have multiple people in the MVP conversation um, based on like record setting efficiency. And it's, 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 it's something that um, I could be fucking, I could look really silly about, but I think it's going to look like something we've never seen before when it's all humming. Well, um, yeah, uh, look, Voida's back in the chat. He missed our discussion before. Yes, Voida, the Suns are the fourth seat and it is very nice. But the Mavs are down 22 to the Clippers. So if this continues the way it's going, oh. the Suns will be the three seed. Um, Poor Clippers. So based based on based on the are let's talking, switch are you talking on, about three seed like for the playoffs? The Western Conference, yeah. Oh. Going to the third seed. I'm just making sure I'm understanding because it's I mean I, lo- I love where you're um, one. At. We're still, we're sure still one. Early, it's all. We're still. Yeah, well, no, of course, but we like to be the third seed. Um, the, I'm always early. Makes us feel good and happy inside. Okay, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Nine, oh, three looks better than nine. 
Three looks better than yeah. that. There it is. <laughs> um, so the in-season tournament, the in-season tournament status as it stands right now, with the Pelicans um, falling one point short of their requirement yesterday, um, the Suns are now in the box seat for the extra position. Um, basically, the Suns will be eliminated from the wild card spot if the Wolves beat OKC by thirty-eight and the Kings beat the Warriors, or if the Warriors beat the Kings by 30 and the Wolves beat the Thunder by 38. It is the only way that the Suns can be knocked out of the wildcard spot for the in-season tournament, as it stands right now. So it looks like we'll be playing the Lakers uh, in the knockout stages, I guess, is what's up next. Um, we'll be playing the Lakers in the knockout stages. Um, Boyd, you mentioned before something and and I, I like the in season it's great any comments on the in season tournament from you guys as we go forward from here I'd love to hear but you mentioned it before Boyd the thing I've loved about the in season tournament I was skeptical really skeptical about it I've actually really enjoyed it because of things like teams are playing until the last we were smashing Utah but we were still bringing God or was it Utah that we pretty much had closed out but we left KD and book in for that last couple of minutes to try and get the additional points. Um, I'm I'm loving that piece of the in-season tournament. What what's your thoughts, Boyd? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm I like to watch a game of basketball, and well, and another thing, it fucks with multis, man. It fucks with multis when these cunts get big leads in the third, uh, you know, up until the third, and then cunts get sat for the fourth. Right. Fucks with multis, and I want to see um, money in my bank account. So there's that greedy reason that I love it. But um, but no, I love watching um, watching um, historic moments. Ultimately, it's it's one of the fav- my favorite things. Is you know we all we're all still talking about the seventy point game from Book. We talk about his um, triple double in the playoffs. We talk about the really fucking big games that our players have, and and when they rest. When and I get the whole injury side of things, I get it. But as a as a as a spectator consuming a product, this this is what gets me hard when I see these when I see a fifty burger, when I see a triple double or whatever, you know, things like that from our guys. Um, if they're playing until the last minute and playing hard, um, we see more of it. And um, man, we saw a fucking a bank three from book in the last fucking twenty seconds, which. Which um, um, we were all excited about, and no one was getting shitty about it because they they know there's a reason for it. So it just gives another reason, I suppose, if that makes sense. Makes I sense. like it. it. You know, and it's it's been nice because it adds something without it being overwhelming. Like if you don't want to, if you don't want to care about the in season tournament. You don't have to care about the in-season tournament, and it's not going to change your perspective really on the NBA season outside of maybe going, why do they have these weird courts some games, right? Because it's all still part of the regular season. But if you're interested in it and you want to actually follow it and what have you, it's a, it's, 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 it's a, it's a fun concept. And, and you think about it, it's something that really t- takes off of what you see in soccer, right? And you start to wonder if it's something that the NBA ultimately wants to try to expand beyond just within the NBA boundaries. Um, if if that ever, if we ever see that, but we're seeing all these sports become more kind of 
universal is maybe not the right word because it's not universal, but global, right? Who knows? Uh, if This could be kind of that starting point for them to see, well, does this work out within the season? If it does, well, maybe we can see if it could expand somewhere else. But the courts, I? I don't think I've been oh, anywhere yeah, where I could say this out loud. The courts are fucking atrocious, like atrocious. Half of them give me hey. like my, literal like, like migraines when I try to watch games. But maybe that's just some kind of, of the, old and grumpy. No, some of the courts are horrendous, especially the Bulls one. Man, that was terrible. <laughs> Look, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of the in season tournament, but um, when you see how hard these guys are playing when it comes down to the end of it, like you know the the old school respect of you you know you you're up by ten, whatever you got the ball, you don't shoot. Give a fuck right now, man. They're just balling out, trying to get as many points as they can before that game's over. And I think it's a little bit exciting. And the fact that, you know, it's been said by a few different um, social media people, podcasters, etc., that this was, you know, you guys said it before, no one really tunes in until after Christmas. So this has made before Christmas a little bit more exciting. Um, so, yeah, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Hell yeah, can't wait to get my LVA jersey. It's gonna be fucking awesome. It's um it's it's <laughs> it's been it's been fantastic to watch. I've I've really I have actually enjoyed the tournament games. Um this is a really good point from Joel actually. Um I think in the you last like you're game, surprised. I well no, well I'm a little bit surprised Joel brought it up, but I, it's um I'm Overall, did we have like three players slip in that last game on our court? Mm-hmm. Well, Bowl slipped in uh, warm-ups, didn't he? Like just before the third quarter or something. I wish he'd, I wish he'd slip and break his leg. But, <laughs> so um, um, Ouch. It's, yeah, uh, are, are they slipperier? I mean, uh, look, is, is, do we go to be? Is it because of the paint? Is that what we're getting at? The extra paint? Oh, I think it's probably a rush job. You know, I don't what I mean? think people slipping slipping more in the fucking um in the paint that's already on the normal courts. I mean, they might be, yeah. but yeah, nah. look, if there's, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I thought I thought it was a um, and are they? I mean, are people just slipping over more? Fuck, I don't know. Are they slipperier? Do we know this? I don't know, man. Well, it's a, it seems I'm to no be pay, a big thing on the uh, a social media. Or a slip expert, so. I, it, yeah, there I'm, seems to be a lot more like slip over kind of, you know, shimmies and There's a lot more maybe. shoes falling so, off as well. Maybe it's because of the fucking new courts. A lot of, a lot of players you know have their Maybe the Monstars are back. Maybe they got the shits with Space Jam 2 and they're like, no, we deserve better. And they're back. That was a, that was a shit question, Joel. And... Your shit for bringing it up, Gavin. Move hey, along. Gavin, great Gavin, answer. So Gavin, thank you, what's, boy. Gavin, what's the next topic? Um, oh, you, you didn't have to do that. No, no, fuck you, mom. Forgive me. Um, okay. Why is why is Bowl Bowl still on our roster? Why not? Is there better options out there? I mean, he, this dude is a is. He's just not good. He's really, he's really tall, man. He's fucking tall and long. Fucking, 
has nice lips. Beautiful. Bro, are we are we are we really talking about fucking bull bull right now? Somebody somebody yeah, asked me to, somebody oh, asked me fuck. to speak about this. Now you guys you guys uh, are stuns fans. You give great analysis. Some one of our fans over here in Australia asked me to bring this up on the pod and get your opinion on why Bull Bull is still on this roster. Is there not better options for us out there? Can we not? Cut ball ball and go and get someone else. Do you do everything people ask you to do? Yeah, Gavin. Oh, do you do everything people ask 50%, you to do, mate? 50%. Sometimes I do. That's this, what the fans this, want. This one felt the reason this they tune in. 50% you want to fucking talk My about. My God. Ball. Who can, how, how about this? I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want, I want to know what your thoughts are. Why not? That's my, that's my, my, that's my response. It's inconsequential. Because he's shit. Why not? Like, who's better? What, what, well, what matters? That's a big, long body for practice. Bull Bull, we're talking about. we got a fucking team with Kevin Durant, Devin fucking Booker. We're talking about Bull Bull. You guys no, are crazy. Look, I'm going to jump right in here, and you're right. Who else? Because... We we may be in fail safe mode when it comes to Bol Bol because of your your Chet Holgrams, your Victor. Uh, well, I'm not even going to pronounce his last name because the Spurs couldn't even get it right on his jersey. So Webby, you know what I mean? It's a fail safe option for if that comes to fruition in the finals. With I'm not saying OKC all the Spurs. If Bol Bol, if with, Bol Bol gets on the fucking floor in the finals, I will fucking switch that shit off. Hey, the only reason um, Justin and I are upset about talking about Bol Bol because we're just really, really keen to get to Yudoka as you fucking Buki. Um, <laughs> I play, uh, I play Yudoka as a Buki before that. I play Saban Lee at centre before I played fucking Bol Bol. Oh well, I, I bet we're talking Jesus, about it soon. Man. I feel like your bull bull hate is a little strong. I mean, I, I feel like nobody's seen him play enough basketball to hate him this much. <laughs> it's because there is so many Suns fans. For fuck's sake, Valley of the Suns wrote an article just before the start of the season about why he's got claims as the fifth starter. You're letting that get you upset. Can I? Can I just finish off? Right now, everyone's jumped on. We've got jo- <laughs> Joseph Nurkic, who's no, hang on, I'm not trying to like dig myself uh, out of the grave here, but I just want to finish where I was coming from. Huh? You've got Joseph Nurkic, who is injury prone and foul prone. You've got Drew Eubanks, who is already hurt, also balling his ass out at the same time. So, when it comes down to things like in the last couple of minutes, when you've got a few seconds left and they're You've got no other option. Bowl's length will be vital, but that's not a reason to keep him on the Suns. I'm just trying to explain why he's there as per the question. Thank you. So anyway, this week we play the Knicks at 10 a.m. on Monday, our time. Toronto at 11.30 at Toronto on Thursday against Denver at 2 p.m. at the Footprint Centre on Saturday, which is, of course, the watch party 
for the Aussie Suns fans in Melbourne. And Boyd, what do you what do you want to ask about the watch party? Now's a good time. No, it was about pre-drinks, man. Pre-drinks. Okay, we're getting so your place. Ask, well, yeah, yeah, I'll be gonna, I'll be you're getting game. to my place Friday night. Yeah, no, what time you're are going to the game? Justin. I'll be there. So the, my pre-drinks it. question was around what time are we gonna crack our first one on Saturday morning? Um, and also have you got an eye opener? Because if it's early What time do you wake up? I, I like an eye opener. Like like something okay. a beer. No, no, no! Like a I, beer. I, like spirit. I know. I've heard. I've he heard that about you. Him, you like. You like something stiff. Wake something up. Stiff. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. I heard the same thing. He. Yes, I've got something stiff for you to wake up to. Okay. In the that's morning. all I. That's all I wanted to know. That's all I want to know. I'll tell you how I like it when I get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got so Justin. Keep an eye out for us. We're we're working. We're talking to the sons at the moment. They may uh, they may do a little cross to us up on the big screen in the in the arena on that game at that game. So uh, you I'll might be able to see us. And if, and if you I'll do see us, we'll funny. be up there going, oh, Justin, something like that. We won't even cheer for the Suns. We'll cheer for that would you. Be so, that would be um, so weird. Like, that's me. Everyone's <laughs> what are we talking about? We try, those Australian guys are cheering about me. Like, what are you guys talking about? And then uh, one p.m. Sunday, we play Memphis. So. Um, how do you see the week going there, Boyd? So, uh, who we got again, Gav? And don't get mad because I'm asking you. I, know, I heard Memphis. Uh, well, it's pointless. From you, it's a pointless question because you're going to pick the same thing no matter what we do. So it's an right. absolute fucking waste of my time. Gavin, do I have to go I through this again? The Knicks, Toronto, both away. Knicks. Then Denver, then Memphis, both at home. I'll go with four W's, mate. I'll go with four W's. I just don't like it when you get mad at me when I ask questions, Gavin, because I don't sleep well that night when you're when I know you're mad at me somewhere. <laughs> what? But yeah, no, four W's. Hey, so leading Why up to the lead, leading up to that Nuggets game, will the Nuggets game will be our ninth straight, and then will be is it the Memphis game after that? Yeah, yes, ten. boy. Our first the 10 game three. Looking forward to it. Called it. I called it two weeks ago, just quietly. Hamo! I called it. I called it. No, look, um, Gab's 100% right. He did call the start of a 10-game uh, win streak. He really did. I've been thinking about the last few days. You throw so enough I... shit up against the wall and some of it's got to stick. Mate, he's, he's from like Back to the Future. He's got the sports almanac. He knows what's going down. Just keep, just keep going, him. Just keep going, yeah. mate. But no, are you going to behave now, what, boy? Um... <coughs> <laughs> Look, I really don't care. I really don't give a fuck about three of these games, man. The only one I care about is against the Nuggets when we're all down there at the Sporting Gloating. Sporting Globe in Richmond for the watch party. Everyone's got to get there, guys. That's not the right. That's not the right attitude as a Suns fan, though. We need to care about all of our games, Hamo. Come on, we're going to win all of them. But the one I really, really care about is the one against the Nuggets at the Sporting Globe. Straight Blaze, Blaze. Yes, it is this Saturday, the second of December. It is at the Sporting Globe in Richmond. 
starting. We'll, we'll all be there from 11.30, but we've said 12 o'clock start. Game starts at 2. Big source, Alan Williams, is uh, doing everything he can to drop past and say hello to us all as well. Only lives up the oh, road yeah. from the Sporting Globe, so we're pretty excited about that. But, yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, Justin, you are basically a much better behaved Boyd, so I know where this is going, but what's your prediction? 4-0. Yeah, I mean, pretty simple. Nothing else. That's all. Yeah, um, I, I called the 10-game win streak. I'm, uh, oh, there's... I call... You keep bringing that up even though nobody has mentioned it, except for except for Hamo, and then you told him to move along. I really don't, I don't know what's happening I don't understand. I don't understand signals. why you're saying so mean. You're always so mean to me, Justin. Um, four and eight this week. It's four and eight this week. Um, we've got especially we better win that fucking Nuggets game when we're all on the pitch. If there's any Nuggets fans that are in attendance, they'll get bashed if they don't. If we don't win the game, so um, yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, okay, so this I am really really afraid of. Right, what we're about to do, I'm really really afraid of because I've got two of the biggest most cynical people about this segment on the show, oh, both at the same time. So this could be, this could fucking go really badly again, but we have got some momentum and it's been going well. The stock market, gentlemen, let's run through some names, shall we? I really need Nate who can actually put it on the right course. But anyway, Boyd, number one, Nasir Little. Nasir Little is up. And I'm buying. Do you want to know why I'm buying? Yes, Boyd. That's the point of the segment. Okay. Don't be mean, Gavin. Now, the reason I'm buying is because I I, I feel like, and I think I was a little bit wrong last week when I thought that, um, you know, he, he was going to hold and, you know, not get much. But I likened... His recent play, do you know when Akogi in the last couple of seasons has these stretches where he's that energy guy, he's a hustle guy, and he's a defensive stopper, and he's um, he brings all that energy? I liken it to that, but I feel like Nasir Little still has so much more ceiling there. I think he's got better um, – he's, he's, he's got a – there's so much more that I think he, he, he's got in his bag than um, um, Akogi, and I think it's going to come – I think he's going to – Forces. I think he could be a starter on this team by season's end. Um, so yeah, no, I think I'm going to start buying now because I think that Nasir Little is going to be our guy. Hello, Zach. Is he's a NASCAR? Very NASCAR. Look, last week I had uh, Nas on hold. Uh, I'm definitely, uh, his stocks are up, and I'm going to hold on what I've got. I'm not going to buy any more into him just yet. Justin. That's it. I think, I think Nas, I think his stock is up, and I'm not going to buy any, and I don't own any yet, so I'm not holding. I'm just not buying, because I think he's going to be... One of those guys is going to be up and down. I think you'd have the same conversation next week. It'll be down, but he is going to be the, one of those situational guys. He gets on a roll for a game, two games, three games, 
and then kind of, you know, next man up steps in. I, I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. You know, we've seen a Kogi started hit, hitting a few threes past few games. I think it's going to be a lot of streakiness from those bench guys, which is good because that means they're always going to be pushing each other. So that's my long explanation to a very simple, short question. Uh, I think that NASA's stocks are up, but I'm kind of going to share the thought of, I'm going to hold for now. I just want to see a little bit more from NAS. Um, again, a very similar player to, a number of players that we have on the roster. So it could be uh, he has a couple of good weeks and we get all excited about it. Then he has a couple of bad games and somebody else fills that slot. I think there's three of them at the moment that can rotate through there. Nass, um, Josh Okogie and Jordan Goodwin. So I'll be interested to see how he goes and um, hopefully he can keep it up because he, he was awesome this week. Really, really awesome. Um. Number two is Boyd. Chemezi Boyd Metu. stuck up. Oh. Chemezi Metu. Um, yeah, stuck up. No, I think, I think, I think Chemezi is down. I don't know if it's – I was just expecting a lot more out of him. He hasn't been getting much burn, but um, it's hard for it to go down. No, I'll say hold. I'll say hold and I'll hold. Come on. Yeah, well, I bought into um, it's the first time we've gone back to Metu since the start of this five weeks ago. I bought into him then. Um, I think his stocks might be down, but I'm holding on to what I have. Justin, I think I think he's flat. The stock staying flat, and I'm not buying. He's he got more mention this week, but I think he's going to be another one of those guys that it's there he is, and then there he isn't, and there he is again, and there he isn't again. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure whether I'm I'm sort of saying that his stocks are flat, and I'm holding again. I don't think I'm. Yeah, it's not worth investing in at this stage. He's going to get more burn, probably, uh, particularly over the next. Although I think uh, Eubanks is listed as possible, uh, po probable tomorrow. Um, so I think we'll see Chemezi's stocks potentially raise if he doesn't get the opportunity as that backup. But with uh, with Eubanks coming back tomorrow, I think it'll he'll probably struggle with that. And so I'll just hold for now. Next up. Boyd, I think we've mentioned this guy a few times, but another interesting week from him, and I, I want to know whether you think it's turning. Jordan Goodwin. Yeah, I gave it some thought. Um, I'm not going to get blindsided by his really good game just yesterday. Um, he's been erratic. Um, I think I think he's done enough for his stocks to go up, but I'm not. I'm just holding, mate. I'm not buying into it just yet. Hello. I'm very much along the um, same mentality, man. Uh, two weeks ago, we had uh, the same question. I went with hold. I'm still doing the same thing. Not buying, not selling, just holding. Justin. 
Same as Boyd. I think his his stock it, it's not even like up as much as it's just like it took a little 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 mini jump from that one game because it wasn't even a week long performance like of consistency. And again, he's he's going to be one of those dudes that he's there, then he's not, then he's there, then he's not. Just one of the guys that steps up every now and then. Um, I don't think you're going to want to invest in him because he's he's just not going to be consistent unless you're trying to short him. We should get into no, never mind. We'll get into. It. <laughs> yeah. Too much detail. Um, don't. <laughs> I, I think. I think his stocks. I think his stocks went up um, just a touch. I, I agree. A, a slight bump, particularly with his performance in the last quarter, in the last, not the last game, the game before. Um, great to see, fantastic. But I'm going to hold on, Jordan Goodwin. Um, let's see what happens when uh, KD comes back because he probably wouldn't have played those minutes. Um, lastly, Eric Gordon Boyd. He's down, and I'm going to buy. I think he's. Uh, I think we're closer to getting him out of this uncomfortable position of doing stuff we don't need him to do, with the ball handling and all that type of shit. Um, and I think he's. He's still. We're still waiting to see Eric Gordon come into his own in our real um, around our real big three. So I'm going to buy. I think he's down. Am I? Um, yeah, he's definitely down. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell on uh, Eric Gordon. Justin, I'm buying all the stock that Hamo just sold in Eric Gordon because I do think it's he's he's down, but I I do think he's starting to hit a little bit more of a stride. And I think we're going to start seeing more consistency out of him. Uh, again, early in the season, these guys are still trying to figure things out, but he's, he's shooting the ball. Well, uh, it's a matter of getting those looks and I think figuring out rotations and what have you. So give me, give me all, of, all of that Eric Gordon stuck in and void, void to mention, I'm not diversifying my portfolio. That's because I've been holding this Devin Booker stock since, since like 20, 2015. So I'm sitting okay with it. But they like uh, they're like Microsoft stocks. Exactly. It's just, you, you own them, you're good. You don't need any other stocks. Um, Living off the interest, my I, Devin Booker interest. I uh, I do agree with Boyd. I think that Eric Gordon's stocks have dipped, and therefore I am buying the shit out of them because Eric Gordon is still playing as a starter, and that's not what he was brought into our team to do. So. Before Justin can get in and buy Hamo stocks, I'm going to buy them before Justin can. Um, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think it's now's now's about the right time to buy Eric Gordon stocks. Um, and we'll see what he comes through with in uh, as soon as we hit a full team out there. Um, our newest segment, instead of ask the Aussies. Because Ask the Aussies got out of control a little bit. So what we're going to do is we're going to change this up a little bit. I'm not going to ask everybody to answer these questions because it takes too fucking long. So I made the stupid decision to just have Boyd answer these questions, which will take just as long. Because then when I went back and watched, it's usually Boyd that takes us the longest to answer these questions. But anyway, Thanks. Boyd, 
try and keep these restricted as much as you can in your answers and keep them short and sharp. Are you ready? Steady guy. If something is 90 kilos and running straight and runs into something 160 kilos who's also running straight, what would happen? <laughs> can I ask? Can I add some shit to this, or do you want me to answer no, it as answer it is? No, 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 no. You got asked the question. Answer the question. Um, the one that's ninety kilos. And it's good luck. It said what you know would happen? happen, boy. <laughs> what happened? Oh, I thought you meant which one would win. I thought you meant which one would win. Okay. Um, what would happen? Well, well, when the when the uh, much fitter, stronger, experienced ninety kilo missile. Hits the fucking, um, the fucking, the other one, the bigger one. Um, he's going to be in a fucking world of hurt on the ground, pissing blood, with all, all sorts of bark off his knees and fucking arms yeah. and shit. All and right, fucking... that's enough from you. you do do you think Josh? Do you think Josh Akogi finds his way back into the starting lineup? Uh, nope. Finals game seven, down two, last possession. Who's taking the shot for the Suns? Last possession, it is right now I'm giving it to Devin Armani Booker. When Bradley Beal comes back, who's the long-term fifth starter? When Bradley Beal comes back, I'm saying Nassir Little, based on my earlier prediction. If we had our time again, should we have held on to Cameron Payne? Oh, so what did we get back from? We got Bol Bol came in his place, didn't he? Pretty much. We freed up that spot for Bol Bol. Uh, we got I a second would... rounder we'll never be able to use. We got a second rounder we'll never be able to use. Um, uh, but I will say we should have kept campaign over um, a useless second rounder and um, Bol Bol. What buyout candidates might be an option for us? Uh, Blake Griffin. Has Little played Utah Wantanabe out of the rotation? Uh, yes. No. Why do we suck so much in the fourth quarter? <laughs> because we've uh, it's a very new team. Ultimately, it's a very very new team, and we have not had our uh, our three big guns play together yet. When will our winning streak get broken? Um, probably next preseason. Which look out of the Spain pick and roll do you feel has been most effective thus far this season? Uh, actually, uh, ooh, well, KD's shooting. So that second, that second screener, that second off screener that comes in after the big comes in, it's like, uh, is the guy, well, KD's got the best three-point percentage of his career. I think he's in the sixty percent. Was he sixty-six percent or something like that for the this this year? So I'm thinking that he's probably benefiting the most from it. Um, so I'll say KD. You're on mute, buddy. You th you think off the Spain pick and roll that where book kicks out corner three? Uh, it's KD. not always KD in that corner three spot. Uh, but position. but that, that that play, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think KD's been the biggest beneficiary, and I think it's reflected in his um, three-point percentage. All right. What does the boom room look like to you? And let's, let's clarify. 
let's talk about let's clarify this is the Kevin Ray boom room that we're talking about, not Ooh. the boom boom room, the boom room. The boom boom room that Kevin Ray talks about. I'm gonna say that it looks um I'm gonna say we've got we've got Voider, we've got Bloomers, Sippin and Lissy, Sippin Scotch. We've got um, um, a whole bunch. You know, of, um, you know that Kevin Ray is talking about dunks, right? Yeah. Are you talking about the boom room, as in everyone catching up afterwards? And I just, I just clearly, I just clearly told you what it was. I still don't know. Next, Josh, Josh Kagi or Jordan Goodwin, or is there room for both? Uh, there's room for both. How much is too much to spend on a new Christmas tree? Uh, 60 bucks. Beautiful. Thank you, Boyd. That is the first Boyd's mailbag. Thank you, people, for sending through your questions. I much prefer rapid fire. We moved quickly. Are you guys ready for who am I? Now, yeah. I did make an I did make an error last week in who am I? I gave the five points that Darth Voider, Mr. John Voider, scored. I gave them to Nate. They should have technically gone to the special guest slash chat room um, because Nate can't get points for screwing us over and not showing up to shows. So I am yeah, reallocating. So I apologise, Nate. The chat is winning. They get the five points from last week, the chat slash special guest. And, Justin, you will be in the same boat today. You will represent the special guest slash, slash chat. You guys, you will represent yourselves. Are you ready to roll? Yeah. Okay. Here so we ready. go. So ready. Let's see, because at the moment, Void has made everyone look good. Or he's made himself look good and everyone else sucks. Hint number one. I was drafted 22nd in the 1992 draft by the Phoenix Suns from Arkansas. You do not have to guess. Remember, you are disqualified until the end of the next round if you get it wrong. So, chat, same for you, and you will then cost Justin if you start throwing answers in there. Oh, I think I know. No, no okay. Googling. No? I played for the Suns, Detroit, Toronto, Dallas, Sacramento, and Minnesota. The chat and Justin are now disqualified until after the end of this. What did I do? No, Bullshit. Joel... Joel, Joel did it. Joel, so he, Joel. Uh, he put you to the Mr. end of Dumas? this round. So, Boyd, Hamo, you have the opportunity to have a guess. Next. Or you can you can pass. You're passing, okay. Do you want to have a go there, Justin? You are now reopened. Oh, I am. No. Okay. Hint number three. I was a six foot nine center known for my passing skills. Joe Klein. Incorrect, Boyd. You can now oh, not Lord. answer until the end of next question. And Justin is correct. It was Oliver Fuck. Miller. I knew that one the first. Oh, I thought it was him the first, the first clue. Oh, I just no. didn't pull the trigger. The last two hints being played in the 1993 final series with the Suns, and my nickname was the Big O. Um, Oliver Miller Oliver is correct. Three more points. Fucking hamburgers, not fucking his passing. Well, that's your opinion, Boyd. Um, I can only go off what Wikipedia tells me. 
and I apologise for you still having zero points while this everybody is, else has scored. This is a stupid one. This is a stupid segment. Is it stupid <laughs> because you're losing badly? Yes, it is. It's not. Like, even even Nate's ahead of you, and he's, like, only been on one of the shows. I I just think that it could be constructed a lot better, and it needs More a rebuild. Because you can't get a ride. Um, yes. So, we are... We are the guests now have 12 points. Hamo has four points. Nate has one point, And Boyd has zero points. So and I'm uh, smarter yeah. than all you cunts on Suns. Well, right? you're clearly not, mate. You're clearly not. Um, but I will, I will work hard here, Boyd, to make you feel better because you still suck. So, Boyd. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet beer. So, Homer, please feel free to tell us anything. Who do you want to have a beer with, Boyd? Oh, fuck. Um, hang on, go to someone else real quick. Hang on. Oh, my God, you have been the worst today. This is probably your worst performance of all time, Boyd. Um, Justin, tell us who you want to have a beer with. I want to have a beer with each and every one of the other members of our podcasting fantasy basketball league because i want to know how you motherfuckers are going to let me do this to you all every single fucking week like come on i'm guys. coming for you i'm coming for you oh, I'm, I'm scared coming for you. I, I looked dominating. it up i looked it up I, I looked it up the worst thing is i play you like the week i'm there and it's going to be the worst okay. week in my life <laughs> no, no. Like I, dude, I said before, I have to get it all out of my system because it's going to come crashing down around me at some point. That's just the way it goes. So, <laughs> but that's 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 who I want to have a beer with because it doesn't doesn't work as well. Me questioning your manhoods through the chat as 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 much as I'd like to do it in person. That sentence didn't make sense, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, this so for this. Voida's excuse is he has a one guy injured and gets zero. Everyone's got someone injured, Voida. That's your fault for not subbing the injured person out. Come on, on, let's just just really yeah, you go, Hamo, because I'm just gonna look something. Yeah, you up you quick. research, you research, then you can come back. Um, Hamo, who do you want to have a beer with? Uh, this week I'd love to have a beer with a fella that we've had in Aussie Suns fans for quite a while, uh Hardev. Hard ever seen. Um, absolutely awesome human. Indian born, grew up in uh, Phoenix, uh, moved to Arizona. Uh, sorry, moved to Minnesota. Still continued to follow the Suns and now is moving back to Phoenix to continue that. Um, he, he's a really cool cat, man. He's just a, just a true Suns fan. He really is. I absolutely love his vibe, man. And yeah, just shout out to him and his kids, Ariana and Dev. Like, awesome. Huge Suns fans, guys. I'd love to have a beer with him. Lovely, Hamo. And before we get to Boyd, um, Steve wants to have a beer with Josh Giddy. And Blaze said, at least you're old enough to have a beer with him. Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's actually incorrect, Blaze. He's probably too old to have a beer with him. Um, Boyd, who do you want to have a beer with? Well, after um, I saw it in the chat there, there was someone threw up Eddie Johnson, and it's in that. It's no, in that, that was. I'm pretty, was it Eddie? I thought this might have been an answer to the question, but okay. 
No, 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 no. I saw someone chuck up Eddie Johnson there. And I, whilst I'd love to have one with him, I've been thinking a lot about um, Voida when he came on and said that he had fucking a scotch with uh, bloomers um, after a game. And they just talked about the Suns basketball. And it was would have been on a high. It was a win. And it just felt like that would have – there was no one else in this in this really posh sort of a fucking um, whiskey bar, right? And there's a cigar going. There's some fucking – there's some really nice, soft um, Eric Clapton playing in the background. And they're just so sitting like there. The fine points of Suns of Sons basketball and our play at the moment. And I, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I just want to fucking do that. So it's bloomers for that reason. Well, I, um, I'm pretty sure I went to that Scotch bar. It's just across the road upstairs. I'm hoping that's the one. Voida, you're in the chat. Let us know if that's the one. I went to that Scotch bar. It's really nice, actually. Nice outdoor area. It's a nice place to have a have a Scotch with bloomers. Um, really quick. I right, want may to. I, may may yeah, I go. really quickly? Yes. So redirect. Voida, you want to redirect says, to Voida? Voida yeah. said something about, like, injuries. So, I mean, as of right now, I'm – going to beat him by an estimated 67 points so i'm not sure exactly who's injured but better be and just for those that are listening just for those that are listening if you if you're you were in our group generally high scores are between 30 and 35 for most players sometimes you might get a 40 but that's pretty rare so i just had I handed Boyder his ass in fucking that fantasy comp last week, and I'm giving it to Lissy this week. He's fucking getting it too. He's getting a bit of the Boyd. The fucking Suns Jam have copped it hard from fucking from mud guts. <laughs> you you yeah. really going to give it to the people? <laughs> I'll give them what they want. Yeah. And uh, per Joel, point, as per Joel, we are um, we are officially now tied for third, and Justin. My guys are injured and karma will fuck you. Um, I don't understand. I still understand who the injuries are. <laughs> my uh, my beer with this week, just keeping with the trend because we do have the watch party next weekend. And I've done this for the last three or four weeks and I'll do it again. And Midge has written it. We want to have a beer with everyone who shows up next weekend to the watch party. I can't wait to have a beer with everyone. Can't wait to watch Ash run straight through board and put him on his ass. Um, and when he comes back to my place covered in blood, I can't wait to watch him sleep in my driveway because I'm not going to let him inside. So I'm I'm excited about um, I'm excited about next Saturday. Um, it's uh, <laughs> Justin Floyd has said, look at his guys who have zero points. You'll figure it out. Um, you but, do but, have but, a bench like, for He has other Boyder, players that he could put yeah, into the players. fucking a, lineup. He has an empty the, spot in his lineup, points. and he has dudes on his bench with points. I I don't understand why that why that's like my fault somehow. <laughs> like it's, it's called, I love it. it's I love called the, roster I love management. Oh, can we point <laughs> out? I believe during the draft, it was Voida who gave me shit about how my roster was constructed because I didn't have enough <laughs> colors. Oh, it looks like my roster's working out just fine, bro. Anyway, let's move on. What's next, Gavin? So, uh, yeah, everyone <laughs> coming this weekend. Right now, just <laughs> I know so it's, 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 there's, steam, <laughs> there's steam coming out of the ears right now. Uh, gents, 
Time for the flog of the week. And trust me, they are ugly. Very unattractive. Google their face when you're done here. Boyd, have you actually got one of these or do I have to come back to you? All right, who's your flog of the week? Steve Kerr for being an old fucking grumpy cunt. Oh, an old grumpy one. cunt. And, and mm. oi, for starters, Chris Paul is a fucking serial pest. If he gets attacked, it's usually more often than not he deserves it. Um, and whether it's from Scott Foster or not, just fucking shut up, mate, and let that let that play out. You 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 help fuck your team that game. Good on you. And then and then fucking um, old sour bum comes out in the press conference afterwards. <laughs> he's only two against the Suns this year, and he's just looking for fucking shit to fling. He's like, oh, what's with the fucking music? Oh, doof 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 doof. Like, fuck off, mate. Don't right, don't nerd. come next time. Don't come next time. Do what you did a few years ago and just let your fucking players coach coach for that game. <laughs> yeah, notice, like I notice, it, he I notice he's not willing to L, do that shit anymore. You're getting an L regardless. Just let fucking Draymond coach from the fucking sideline, mate. Hey, mate. Who's your flog of the week? The complete opposite, man. I'm going with Scott Foster. He, okay. He's... He's got a complete problem with CP3, man. I don't know what it is. You know, it obviously extends from the the um, the buyout, the sit-out, whatever it was called, the lockdown. Um, it's, it's just not fair, man. Like, doesn't matter what team this guy is on. Scott Foster is just a corrupt piece of fucking shit scumbag who's always going to pick on CP3. And... It's not fair. So, yeah, fuck you, Scott Foster. Justin. You know, I don't know, man. I'm going to pass. You just fine? Chilled? Got no hate? I just, I, you know, I, what's the point? Why, 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 why be angry about anything when we've got a team that's on a six-game winning streak right now? But Gavin, you do. go ahead. Go, you go ahead. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get riled up about something in the next minute. It's a good chance. Boyd's got something to say. Yes, no, Gav, you go. I've got something to say to Justin after this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, I my flog of the week is anybody. And and look, I do this probably a little bit too much because, well, you're not prepared. You cock. Because I can. Shut your fucking head, because my flog of the week is always way better than yours. Although yours was good this week, I will pay it. Both it was. Um, <clears throat> my flog of the week is life's good. People, people in Sunsland, people in Sunsland, who still. Even after watching Devin Armani Booker do his fucking business, bitch and moan and whinge about the fact that we need a primary ball handler to come into this fucking squad. Now, those of you that say we need a secondary ball handler, okay, I'll allow that. But anyone who says that we need to bring TJ McConnell in to be the starting fucking point guard for the Phoenix Suns, when Devin Booker is averaging eight and a half assists a game and fucking controlling this team, you are kidding yourself. Turn your Twitter off. Go to sleep. You are watching 
somebody who has evolved his game from being a catch-and-shoot fucking player in college to being one of the best primary ball handlers in the NBA and someone that is going to take this team to a title. For someone that turns no for someone that put no research into this segment, Gavin, you seem to be very passionate about something. You just that well, you awesome. you claim yeah. you claimed I put no research in. I know what yeah. I'm doing. Mine is better than yours. Everyone's going Michelle. off what you said. Now, now apparently, that was awesome. apparently, yeah. that was awesome, apparently dude. you've got something for Justin. So go. Yeah, Why so is Justin. everyone so angry? I'm so riled up. That's what Jesus. It's vlog, it's vlog of the week, man. We got to have a bit of fun with it. Gavin has that effect on people. He gets oh, people very angry. He creates, he creates anxiety. Um, so yeah, no. Um, um, that's a Fuck nice you, boy. Paint, that's a nice little painting you have in the background there, mate. Thank you. Um, Voida, Voida's is way bigger than yours, and he painted it himself. Now, my question is: Did Voida paint that for you on his no. lunch break? Or is that the one you bought recently? Yeah. Carlos Jimenez. Now he has paintings like displayed in the arena. Yeah. I'm also an nice. art connoisseur in case you were wondering what, what, what else can't I do? Very few <laughs> things. So but, Carlos you Jimenez tell us how much you paid for it yet. Art in the, uh, what? Are you willing to tell us how much you paid? I mean, you can go on his website and see how much the other originals cost and assume that I paid something similar. <laughs> We're not going to do a hot, uh, a hot warm, what, cold. Do you want to ask him what his address is and what his children and his wife's name are as well? It's personal, mate. What that. he paid for it is his business. I want it to be my business as well. <laughs> mm, of course you fucking do. Dude, that was the fucking best response ever. I want it to be my business. <laughs> we'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. But isn't All it right, lovely? Uh, I took down like a painting is. that was there just for this show. My wife's probably going to come out tomorrow and be like, why the fuck is there in that? It is, it is lovely, but it's crooked. Um, it she is. won't let me hang it above the fireplace because she says it's too small. But I'm like, that's like, it makes it even more artistic because it's just like, you just, your eyes just draw right to it. But I'm going to leave it there and see how long it stays until she does anything. I'm, I bet you, by the time you come here, Gavin, it will still be there. Oh, you're really? I've been rocking with that same mentality yeah. 15 years, man. It's been working. Yeah. Justin, where do we find you? Last comments. You can find me on Twitter, X, at So Says J, our podcast. <sighs> we'll do one of those someday, but at Fan the Flames NBA, Fanning the Flames. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm around. If you need me, you know how to find me. I don't know what the fuck that means. But thanks for having me on, guys. It was fun. Since we haven't done a podcast, one of our own in so long, it was nice to get to, you know, talk some Suns basketball and what have you. And and I'm happy we got to discuss my continued utter dominance of our fantasy basketball league. Although I do understand John Voida was missing 87 of his players, so that's apparently why he's losing by so much. But that's it's true. Hello, Carol. Hello, where did we find you? Last comment, man. Just follow me at uh, Sir Hamo on Twitter. Um, Aussie Suns fans on Twitter at Suns Planet Pod on Twitter. 
um yeah just um it's awesome talk stuns with everyone possible guys so i love this can't wait till the next time boy you can find me at Boods 83 on the twitter you can find me um not on instagram anymore i'm off of that now um at my guts on a mystery platform or you can find me at the sporting globe richmond at 11.30 a.m. next Saturday. Fucking oath. Exactly what Boyd said. Yes, we will be at the Sporting Globe in Richmond at 11.30 a.m. this you. Saturday. Make sure you come across. Justin's going to Venmo us a shout for everybody at the bar. Um, and even though Am we don't really do Venmo, it's a, nothing, mate. Oh, I'll talk that's to you about it later. That's a great idea. I would totally do that. Can I do that? How do I do that? You figure that yeah, out and tell me how to do it. Well, I'll figure that out and tell you. Um, make sure you Especially come along. I know, I know if, if you're drinking, it'll be like $3 because you drink like a fucking woman. No offense to the ladies. <laughs> you're talking to me. Well. They're just you're talking like to lower body weight. So they, I would expect them to drink less. You're talking you, to me. Right. You, okay. You drink. You're no. talking to me. Um, you've seen, you've seen have, me. You've seen me drink. You've I've seen me drink. So, the proof so, framed yeah. it, giving to Boyd for Christmas. That was a big night, actually. That was that was a very very big night. Thank you for you have sharing that night. Did you have um, stubbies? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. You'll see when I put you to sleep on Friday and Saturday night. Um, <laughs> make sure you come along. Enjoy the night. Um, I'm going to put Boyd to sleep Friday and Saturday night here and give him something. And you're going to wake him up with what? Something stiff. I'm going to wake him up with something stiff both days. Um, make sure you join us. Follow, like, subscribe, guys. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Do all that sort of stuff. You need to do that anyway to enter the draw for the Devon Booker sign basketball. Don't forget, make sure you enter. Um, we will draw that next Saturday at the first watch party. If a winner comes from interstate, uh, I'll bring the ball across to whatever the show is. We'll award it at that time. But we've got plenty of giveaways. It's going to be a freaking awesome time. Um, the Brisbane one will be in a couple of weeks, and we will announce the other ones um, just after Christmas. But yeah. really looking forward to it. It's been fantastic to hang out with you guys. Justin, thank you so much for joining us again. We always love having you on. I'm going to go and watch SummerSlam War Games because I I uh, have not been Survivor able to catch it series. today. That one, Survivor Series War Games. Um, I haven't been able to catch it today, so I'm going to catch up with that. Boyd, I will see you in Melbourne on Friday. Unfortunately, I think I may have a ticket for you to come to my work Christmas party, which is going to be fucking yes! really bad idea. A yeah, really bad that idea. That is a terrible oh, idea, dude. I it's love a it. terrible fucking idea. <laughs> but I think I may have one. <laughs> is it VIP? It better be VIP, Gavin. And once again, Justin, go fuck yourself. Um, for those of you, for <laughs> those of you looking, for those of you looking for the code word, it is Suns Jam. Make sure you put it in there um, into oh, the work. entry form. Yeah, the middle finger one doesn't work. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure, as it always is. And this week in particular, just remember, especially when it comes to Saturday, because we probably won't pod Sunday. Actually, I can guarantee we won't pod Sunday. But 
just remember, particularly this week, we're not here to fuck spiders. Nope. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long race. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. P H O E N I X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, we working for that championship ring.